Welcome back to another episode of Nessa's Room. If you haven't heard of me before, I go by the name Nessa V, aka Vanessa. Um, go ahead and take a past look of my other episodes if you haven't heard of me before. But if this is your first time on Nessa's Room, you absolutely found the right podcast. You're in it for the long run and you're in it for a fun time. For today's episode, guys, as you guys can clearly see, we're going to be talking about keeping Christ in college. And I know this is a very important topic that I'm probably some can relate, probably most. I hope y'all love from it. I hope y'all learn a lot from it. And today's just going to be me. So it's going to be a short little hefty, but I hope y'all love it. Enjoy. Now, the only reason why I wanted to like shed the light on college students is because one, of course, I'm one myself. And two, I feel like this is just a point in our lives that we need him the most. And I know us as college students, when we're done with our four-year degrees, we're going to be like in a whole shift of our lives. So I don't know, maybe get married, have a family, go to army, start your new careers. I mean, everyone's going to be doing their own thing. But we need God's help in order for us to do that. So for whoever is listening... I want to thank you for tuning in because, y'all, there's some good stuff. I'm about to just share you guys, like, my experience so far in college. Mind y'all, I'm in my freshman year, so I just got done with my semester, but a whole lot happened. But, um, again, I'm a new follower. I'm not a new follower, actually. I'm just not a perfect follower. I still commit sins. I still, like, have my mistakes. So I'm still learning just like y'all and just navigating my way and living to change my life for God. But I'm going to start out by saying, y'all, when they said that college will change you, that was no lie. TikToks, Snapchat, those people who tell you that college will change you, it, that was no lie. You get exposed like to everything, to drinking, to sex, partying, staying out till 3 a.m. That's all true. It's like really up to you if you want to stay out that equation. But then you still change no matter what. Like I see people who like try not to be in that like kind of realm, but I feel like you'll still change no matter what, rather it's good or bad, but <laughs> bad outweighs the good for college. So I don't know. But from the person I was to the person now, I felt like it was a big change. Back then, like in a whole like if I want to summarize it, I felt like my connection with God was diminishing. Um I felt it fade away. I didn't feel the same way how I usually felt like when I, you know what you know when I you know when I pray. Like, I knew he loved me, yes. I did pray. But what I would pray for is for forgiveness, for thankfulness and all that. But I would find myself, like, still committing the same sin the very next day. It was giving it was giving very much lukewarm, literally, you know, just to sum it all up. But um, one day, I grabbed the Bible one day, and I had my little Bible um, in my dorm room. Mind you, I lived in the dorms, the ghetto. Um, <laughs> I opened up the book. And I didn't have no book in my mind, so I just opened the book right away to Proverbs. And for people who know the Bible, this book, you know, has many verses. It just teaches you a way to leave, live a meaningful and understandable life for God. Um, FYI, living for God, guys, isn't supposed to be this, you know, miserable lifestyle. It's supposed to be a life that is better than the one you're living now. So many people think living for God is, you know, throwing everything you have in your life, throwing it down, like, you know, not doing this, not doing that, lots of, you know, no, 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 and this is not the case. But anyways, um, after I read Proverbs, I had, like, the sense of burden released from my shoulders. I felt better. I got on my knees, and I prayed again. And I didn't pray for, like, the usual for forgiveness or, or giving thanks, but I prayed for God to give me inner strength because I felt 
that was a thing that was missing in me. Guys, if you don't have inner strength within yourself, you won't be able to hold yourself back from temptations and from sins and everything. And that's what leads you back to the lukewarm life, if, if you know what I mean. So for me, when I had the inner strength in me, I feel like I could push back the temptations and not like fall into it. I also asked him to give me clarity because, guys, I'm dumb. <laughs> if a sign or a message is right in my face, I won't know until someone tells me. Legit. So, overall, I went and I just confessed everything, like how I felt through like those months, those hard, rough months of college. And I really tried my hardest to describe what was going through my head. I'm really, really bad at describing what was going through my head. But the thing about God is that even though you can't say whatever you want with your head, or yeah, with your mouth or with your mouth, I mean, he will listen to your heart. Honestly, your heart will show you how you really feel about God, and he will listen to that. And I just want to tell y'all, like, it doesn't matter how deep your sin is, how far you turned your back from. If you're willing to turn your life around, he will still welcome you with open arms as long as you have that prayer within you and you turn your life for him. It took me two months, like two months, y'all, to figure out like that I was disconnected with God, but it took a minute to pray for my life to be changed again. It was that easy. And once you have that prayer, like you and you'll know when that like when that prayer is the one, you'll know. College will literally pick you I said literally. <laughs> College will literally pick you up and drop all your morals, everything you have, and throw you on the other side of the world where you have to get up and either one, try to get your way out, or two, give in and live for that world. And I'm sorry, that's like the real truth with college. Like, yes, you go there for your degree. Yes, you go there for your education. Yes, you go there, go there for the experience. But, oh, my goodness, the things you guys face internally through college is crazy. It goes in with the same thing in following God. you either for him or you're with the world. Two choices, model, that's it. Rather you're in like, you know, sports, choir, like me, clubs, and you're those people who have those tight schedules. You know what I mean? Waking up early in the morning, having classes, doing homework, going for choir practice. That was kind of my work like schedule, kind of my day-to-day -day schedule. But I had to make at least time, make at least one hour, guys, a time in your life or a time in your schedule every day to just sit with God and have a conversation with him. Lots of people think it's like this whole script. Yes, we have the Lord's Prayer. Yes, there's some prayers that's scripted. But in most cases, it's just like having a conversation. You're just having a conversation with God. Talk about how the day went. What are you thankful for? What are you, like, you know, suffering with? What are you, like, what do you need help with? And just pray for that. It's that simple. And... Many people ask, like, you know, how do I get closer to God? And let me tell you, these are three things. I've been written down right here. Three things to get closer to God. I'm going to tell you. Read the word, pray, and repent for your sins. That's it. Read the word, pray, and repent for your sins. And I want you guys to also drill this in, in your head. This does not guarantee you a place with you in heaven. Many, many, many people believe like, oh, when I do these, like when I do God's laws, when I do this and like, you know, I'm going to make it to heaven. And that shouldn't be the ultimate goal. I never, ever, ever tell people, hey, if you do this, you're going to make it to heaven because that's not the goal. That's not the goal. And God will know what your goal is and he'll know in your heart. What are you trying to like, you know, like, you know, get out of the Bible. The Bible should make you this whole new entire person in the eyes of the Lord. That's the goal. It's your faith and the belief of God that will get you there. So if you're listening, I want you to know, like, I want you to read the Bible because you want to read the Bible. You don't want to read the Bible because you want to check off that mark and get to heaven. No. 
You want to be a whole entire new person in the eyes of the Lord. You want to be a nice, you want to be a positive person and a right and live a righteous life in the eyes of the Lord. If you're confused, that's okay. Read the Bible. If you're sad, read the Bible. If you're happy, read the Bible. There's so many, like, there's, like, the New Living Translation. There's the KJAV um, Translation. There's so many translations you can do. If you really can't, you know, translate, you know, the hard, like, you know, old words, you can always get the New Living Translation. That's what I have. As long as you are able to find your answer, you will find your answer in the Bible. You will. The answers are all in there. But you just need to find time to like, you know, sit down and actually highlight and apply the verses and apply the word to your life. That's it. College is like this huge rock that stopped millions of students like in their connection with God, no doubt. And I've seen that myself. And you can't let that happen. Start your day. Start your day with God and end your day with him. Doing that, you also got to let go of the sins that you commit every day without you even realizing. Like, you know, the judging, cussing, gossiping, complaining. Don't worry, my, me myself. I'm even working on that. I'm I'm so bad at that. But worst of all, worst of all, is people saying on God. Do not say on God. Everyone that knows me knows I hate when people swear like that. Just to prove, just to prove a point, you're gonna put it on God. And it turns out they was lying the whole entire time, which makes it so worse. You know, for the people who know the Bible, check the um, commandments in the book of uh, Leviticus and Exodus in the story of uh, Moses and the Israelites. Do not use God's name in vain. It's not it's not even only that, y'all. The phrase is just mad unnecessary. I'm asking one of my friends if they really have a BMW. This guy going to say, oh, God, I do. I pull up and I see a 2014 Nissan. Like, <coughs> what was the point? I'm lying, especially when you knew I was going to pull up and check it out for myself. I feel like in this society, this generation, on God, the, the, that one has literally, like, OD'd. Like, y'all, so many people use it, and it's so, so, so bad. Like, there's no point. People even use it in, like, the most unnecessary situation, which is crazy. But that's a whole nother talk for another day. But anyways, everyone's walk, like, with God is different. There's some that is taking it slow. And some that have started right away. And that's fine. The question is, where are you at in your head with God? You might be asking, you know, do I believe in God? Or do I believe in, you know? There's some people who will be asking, like, is my faith enough in him? There might be people asking, like, you know, what to do with their lives to change for God. There's a That's a talk for yourself to think about. But with all the stuff that's happened in the world, like, the murders of that's happening to college students, like the one, like let's talk about that. The one that happened, the four students who got killed from University of Idaho, or the football students who got shot in the University of Virginia. I want y'all to be really careful because I've never seen so many college students die in literally the year 2022. The suicides, the um, the world disasters like the hurricanes, volcano explosions happening. This is causing lots and lots and lots of people to die. Don't forget COVID. Don't forget other diseases. The world is coming to an end. I just want y'all to know. Turn your life towards Christ before it's too late. Never be ashamed to come back to the word, guys. And I don't want to say this so people can like, you know, think it's a pass. You could do the worst like prop if you you could do the worst to kill someone. And you can still ask for forgiveness. Someone like Jeffrey Dahmer may have killed and ate those poor innocent people. But he may have made it to heaven if he asked for forgiveness and changed his life for Christ in exchange of a broken heart. Dahmer did have issues. And I know it may sound crazy to you. But God doesn't judge. 
He doesn't count each of our sins and say, and judge us for it. Like back then, back then, before Jesus, if you committed one sin, if you got caught gossiping or lying or anything, you get struck right there at the bat, just like that. He already sent his only son, Jesus. Everyone knows this. Everyone knows this. He sent his only son, Jesus, to die for our sins so that we don't get punished right after the sin we've committed. We are allowed to ask for forgiveness. So, y'all, we got to take advantage of that. We got to take advantage of that. If God doesn't judge, we can't judge at all. If God loves everyone, we have to love one another. And I know this world is full of hate. <laughs> and it's so hard to see real love between people. Because, you know, you don't know who's fake or not. You don't know who's trustworthy. You don't know who's love worthy of your love. You know, all of that. Pray for clarity. So you can distinguish who's fake, who's this, who's that. If I'm being honest, this world really, really makes it hard for people like to stick with God. And that's understandable. I know that struggle, and it seems like there really is no end. But if you stick with the word, y'all, all the problems you're facing will be gone. Having faith in yourself and the one above. Don't let these genies or mediums or these crystal balls try to tell you a better future when one thing don't ha one one thing happens bad in your life. And don't let things like money or fame get in the top of your head. You won't need those for the eternal life. You won't die with a stack of bands by your side. You will go up to heaven with nothing in your hand. So don't have a chokehold on those things. When I say the only two things you need in your life is God and your Bible. Everything will come along as long as you pray. My college students, have faith and spend more time with God. You'll need him more than ever when you get that degree or on to the next part of your life. You guys, you, get, like, you guys need something to help you shift. And that's him. Live a righteous life. Pray as much as you think, guys. He loves you no matter what. I wanted to share you guys. Um, I wanted to share with y'all a little tip um, when reading the Bible that I learned off of TikTok. It's called, um, if I can remember, I think it's called the SOAP method. S stands for scripture. O stands for observation. A stands for application. And um, P stands for prayer. But when you read any of the book of the Bible, you can use this method. And this really is helpful, y'all, because... Overall, summarizing the Bible and everything, the important thing is if you can get the information of the Bible and apply it to your life. That's what's really impactful of it. I have my own personal journal where like, I write my favorite verses and I summarize them to my own understanding. Going to church, get a good, great worship in and praise it. That's all good. You listening. For most, this is a hard journey, but it's worth it. In college or school in general, we get heavily influenced by our surroundings and friends that we missed the big picture. I personally did. At those moments, you'll feel like God has forsaken or forgotten you, and that's not the case. I hope y'all take a lot from this because many of us really need God in our lives. Lots of us are suffering eternally and alone. Lots of us are full of anger. Lots of us are rushing into relationships without having God as the base. Lots are still with the world. It's just, there's so much, you know? There's no reason I'm in my second week of freshman year of college and People, everyone's getting booed up. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm sorry. No. I'm not jealous. Like, <laughs> I'm just in shock. Literally one month in, and the room will start, oh, have you heard Kyle cheat on his girlfriend? And then boom. The girls are crying and posting on social media how much they hate men. And they'll never recover. And then boom, two weeks later, a new man. It's like a cycle. And this goes vice versa. It's not for my ladies. But, y'all, I don't, for me personally, I mean, I don't need no dating app or myself to chase a man, but... Whatever happened to God's timing? I don't think that's a whole thing in this generation, so I'm not even going to speak on that. But 
He's the only one who knows best for you. That's what I want to just highlight out of that whole thing. The man I'll date, I'll marry. I got no time for short-term relationships. Most of y'all thinking, I know, oh, yeah, for sure. She's not going to have no man. I mean, shoot, how would you know? Relationships that don't have God as a center will not last, period. <laughs> There's no reason why I should see a girl cry because of something that's happening in a relationship and she's scared to tell her man. <laughs> it's fun to laugh together, yep, but it's not cool when y'all cry and face issues alone. For my people struggling eternally, y'all, the ones who put on a mask when you guys go in public, I pray for y'all and I want you to pray for yourself as well. Been there, through that, done that. Mental health can be suffered by anyone. Have God by your side and everything will be okay. I promise you. For my people tight with their schedules and involved in sports, it's never an excuse for being too busy and sitting down and spending time with God. He's the only reason why you keep going. So chase after your dreams and never give up. Speak to God with anything in your life, good and bad. Don't be going up to him when you're facing something in your life. On you know, And once you have that thing turn around and everything's good, you just don't pray no more. That's not it. Wait for his timing. Stop giving into the world, you know? Read your Bible. Take notes. Apply it to your life. Stop committing sin and live a new life for Christ, you guys. You don't have to have it all figured out by a certain age. You don't have to chase a version of success that doesn't inspire you. You just have to learn about yourself. You have to keep doing the work, not just physically, but emotionally. You have to also learn how about, like, who you are on a foundational level you have to understand what you deeply value what ignites your soul what like you know what makes you want to get up in the morning and you have to choose that every single day you have to stand up for it. you have to learn towards that hope even when it's scary even when you're the only one dreaming in that direction because there's no point in like moving quickly towards a life you don't want there's no point in doing everything right if you're just going to end up unhappy and no you're not feeling at life you're not falling behind because you're moving at a different pace than those around you. You're not odd or delusional if your dreams don't look like the one society told you to have when you were younger. You're making your life your own. You're not growing into your future. Never be ashamed of that. Your new life is, of course, is going to cost you your old one. Yeah. It's going to cost you your comfort zone. Yeah. And your sense of direction. Yeah. It's going to cost you your relationship and friends. Yeah. It's going to cost you being liked and understood. Yeah. But all that don't matter because the people God put in your life you are going to build a new comfort zone around the things that actual actually move you forward instead of being liked you're going to be loved and instead of being understood you're going to be seen Ugh! i'm feeling a little preach i feel like a little preach but all you're going to lose is what was built for a person you no longer are again it's not supposed to be this miserable life it's it's a better life than the one you're living have hope and trust yourself to close this out, I'm going to give y'all a quick prayer. Love y'all. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you and to whoever listening and motivating me to spread your word. I hope your word helps them and encourages them to seek in you. I pray that they will be protected under your wing and that you give them clarity in the things that confuse them. Lord, as this world is full of hate, as us being your followers, you fuel us with your love and live our lives righteously with you being our side and our guide. In the name of Jesus, amen. And that is a wrap on Nessa's Realm. We're going to keep it short and sweet, guys. Of course, promise next time we're always going to have guests and everything. But let me know what content, what y'all like want me to talk about and bring on this platform. Because I know we can relate to lots of whole things. But I hope you guys have a blessed life, blessed ways. I want you guys to get motivated. Never give up on your dreams. And just always fight, fight, fight on. Um, tune back in in Nessa's Realm. <laughs>